0: Thank mm-hmm. you. Hip-Hop, was good, what's good? This is Rob D in The Place To Be, uh, aka Rob Diggy, doing a, probably what I would say, the most anticipated episode of the season we are doing and showcasing Tupac. Shakur, the late, great Tupac. And this is just taking me on a whirlwind ride. Uh, Lots lots of great news that we got this week, man. And it's the holiday season, so you see my Santa hat on. Uh, So I'm ready for the holidays. I know you guys are, too. And and Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to all of our fans, followers, and listeners out there. Um, And one of the things we're going to start doing is, you know, continue to support uh, the Diggie 2 website. So go out there to www.diggiea2.com and what I'm gonna do is if you tag us with the hashtag DK2, I will shout you out in future videos. So you walk can do that, have a little fun with it, uh, and send us some messages, and I will be sure to shout you guys out uh, for our loyal fans and uh, followers. So be sure to be on the lookout for that. But so with that in mind, uh, it's a special episode, as I mentioned, uh, the late great Tupac, one of the most beloved hip-hop artist of our generation is Tupac, and I have a very special guest that's gonna come hang out with me today. Uh, his name, well, he goes by the name of Dion Brown. I call him AKA the White Suge Knight. Uh, you might have seen uh, Dion a couple episodes ago when I did Debenco, uh the showcase for him and his entire Uh, management crew, he was on the first episode of that, so you all may remember him from there, but I'm bringing him back uh, for him to help me show and pay homage to the late, great Tupac Shakur. So I'm gonna bring Dion in, and uh, Dion, what is happening, my brother, how are you? And uh, talk to the people, man, what's going on, bro?
1: Hey, man, uh, I appreciate you having me on this platform, man, giving me the opportunity to pay respect to Tupac uh, and uh, help spread a little bit of uh, the DB Entertainment joy to the people here before uh, the holidays get in, man. I appreciate you.
0: Yeah, man, no doubt. This is what like our fourth collaboration, man. So no, I appreciate you, man. Like your artists are incredible. Um, You have a, a great eye for talent and you have a great mind for management a lot of your hustle i'm getting from you man so you you are my inspiration uh a little bit in this game so i thank you for that man and thank you for coming on board uh with us and taking our fans on a journey about tupac shakur you guys so let me run down a little bit of tupac's accolades real quick because he has a lot of accolades that some people may not know about so his full government name was tupac amaru shakur uh, born 16 June 1971, the day he passed was September 13th of 1996. The man was only 25 years old when he passed away. Um, he was inducted into the uh, Hip Hop Hall of Fame in 2012. He was a first ballot Rock and Roll Hall of Famer in 2017. Let me say that again, a first ballot Hall of Famer to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That is really, really hard to do you all. So I wanna pay him homage for that. They gave him the hip hop honors in 2004. He has won American Music Award and he is another artist. This is the third week in a row when I've had a superstar hip hop artist that does not have a Grammy Award. Tupac was nominated for six Grammys and does not have one. How is that possible? How is it that Snoop Dogg, Nas, and Tupac do not have Grammys? We gotta do better than that, you guys. That is insane to me. Um, he also has, however, he does have two Soul Train Awards in his trophy case, and the period that we're already talking about Tupac uh, was mainly when he was alive, when he was thriving um, in the early 90s in the period of the shift, so we dropped three albums during this time period. I'm going to slide one in because one of them is my favorites. Uh, he dropped Tupacalypse Now in November of 1991, so those of you that remember some of those songs off of there, it was "Trapped," Violent. Uh, I love Words of Wisdom. I know Mion don't have probably a conversation about Words of Wisdom. I love the way that he just talked to the people. He didn't rap. He just talked to the people on Words of Wisdom. Uh, he has uh, another one, If My Homies Call, one of my favorites. Uh, Brenda's Got a Baby is on there. And then Part-Time Mother, which is a flip on Stevie Wonder's song, Part-Time Lover. So I love that cura- that, that uh that uh, originality, you know, what I'm saying that 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 creativity that Pac had, um, early on. Uh, and then uh, in February '93, he dropped Strictly from My Niggas. A couple of years later, which had "Holla If You Hear Me," uh, "I Get Around," "Keep Your Head Up," "Last Words," which was a collaboration with Ice T and Ice Cube. So one of the few rappers that have a collaboration with Ice T and Ice Cube on the same track. Uh, and he also has another one I like on there called "Guess Who's Back." I like that. I like that track too. Uh, okay. And then the other one. Uh, But he made a couple other hits uh, in between that time. So uh, one of them is Pour Out A Little Liquor. Uh, I like that song. He had Gotta Get Mine with MC Breed. Uh, Shout out to the late, great MC Breed, who also passed away in 2008. And My Block, which was a song he had on the show soundtrack back in 1995. And I'm going to slide in, Dion. I'm going to slide in uh, Me Against the World on this episode. Because Me Against the World, in my opinion, is Tupac's greatest album. That is his magnum opus. That is... His most inspirational album, and I gotta slide it in, even though it's a little bit outside of the period of the shift. I'm gonna slide it in uh because of its significance to hip hop. It was released in March of 1995. It is a five mic album. Tupac has two five mic albums from the source. This is one of them. The other one is uh, uh the du- the double CD. What was that called again? Diana. Uh, All, All eyes on me. All eyes on me. Yeah, sorry about that. I had a brain lapse. Uh But um, off of, uh, Me Against the World, you know, a triple platinum album, Strictly For My Niggas, is a platinum album. Uh, Tupac was now, was a gold album. And some of the songs off of Me Against the World were, you know, uh, So Many Tears. My favorite Tupac song, Temptations, Lord Knows, and Dear Mama is on there. And Dear Mama is one of the 10 pieces of hip hop history that is in the Library of Congress. So they enshrined that song in the Library of Congress. Only 10 pieces of hip hop that is in the Library of Congress uh with the and that was just one of the pieces. Dear Mama is number eight on the Source magazine's top songs of all time. Number eight. So we're paying homage for that as well. Uh he has another song on there called Old School, where he's giving a throwback to the old greats. And another one that I want to mention uh is uh Death Around the Corner. And I'm mentioning Death Around the Corner uh because that is a song that my wife, the Queen, Queen Diggy, Jessica, can recite from front to end. Like it's crazy. Like <laughs> She can recite that song from the end. I was like, how the hell do you even know this? Like, how is that possible? <laughs> it was, was bug, man. But that it is comes all. out of
1: the car, man. She gets going, right?
0: Yeah, man. Like, I was like, so I played the song this week. And she, like, like, knows the song from front. I was like, how in the hell do you even know about this? Like, it's just amazing, man. But shout out, to, shout out to the Queen, Diggy. Uh, shout out to Jess and, uh, you know, Tupac. Did a lot of things for hip hop. Uh, he did movies. You know, he did Juice. He did Poetic Justice. Shout out to to Poetic Justice, another John Singleton movie. He saw a lot of talent in Tupac, uh, co-starring with Janet Jackson. Um, he did Above the Rim. He did Gridlocked. He did Gang Related. Like Tupac has done so much for the culture of hip hop, and I'll be on the record right now and say that Tupac is the most influential rapper in the history of hip-hop, of this generation, uh, period, when it comes to rappers. The most influential, I don't know any other, you got people that know Tupac that are four years old, five years old, to guys that are 66 years old. Everybody knows that name, Tupac Shakur. His significance to the culture is unmatched. And that is why I think this was the most anticipated episode in this season, because everybody I know loves Tupac. So let's jump into our discussion, Dion. So first off, Dion, before we get started, man, I want you to introduce yourself once again to the audience and tell us a little bit of how and why you fell in love with hip hop.
1: Oh, man, that's a deep one, right? Because hip hop's so meaningful, man. It goes uh it goes so much deeper than just uh, you know, the boom bop bass and and the punchline lyrics, things like that, man. Hip hop is so so deep rooted in so much of what we do. Um, you know, so to to really know when I fell in love with it is hard. Uh because it's been around a lot of my life since I was young, you know. Um some of my earliest albums that I picked up on were uh, you know, like Biggie's "Ready to Die" um, was one of the, and it's funny know, because, like you were just saying, Jess can recite uh, some of these songs that, you, you know, you put them on and you're like, "Damn, how'd you know that?" You know, I do the same shit, man. I'll get in the car and I'll put on "Ready to Die" and it, you know, that's a cover to cover classic to me. So, any song from "Ready" uh, "Ready to Die," man, I can I can impress my wife with a few of them. You know, up and Biggie.
0: That's what's up. Yeah, man.
1: Uh, you know, uh, for me you know, I got started in uh, working in hip hop with Mac Xavier. Uh, and he's another one of those lyricists that I would uh, hopefully compare to Tupac soon, you know, with the way that he he carefully constructs his messages and his songs similar to the way that Tupac does, yeah. uh, where he's, he's not really talking about his, his uh, flash and his style and his whatnot. You know, he's He's very careful and he appreciates the craft and the art that he's putting out there. You know, he's got a he's got a real deep love for hip hop. And that really attracted me to the game more than uh, more than a lot of other things did, man. So shout out to Mackie Xavier, for sure. He's uh he's really what helped me fall in love with hip hop. Uh, I was a fan of the music for sure, but he helped me fall in love with it.
0: Yeah, it's a difference. And I talked about this last week. Um, Shout out to Kay Simone, who was on with us last week talking about Nas. And I think that there's differences between people that listen to hip-hop and people that hear hip-hop. There's a difference. And I consider Mac Xavier and your entire crew listeners of hip-hop, of how things are crafted, how they're put together, how words and syllables and how you can put, you know, things here and there, like people that actually study the craft. So there's a difference. And, you know, when you listen to Tupac, you hear a lot of pain, you hear a lot of strife, you hear a lot of uh, anger, you hear a, a lot of Uh, a lot of different sides of Pac, and he had so many different sides. So that's gonna bring me to my first question for you, Dion, about Tupac. Uh, So in one word, what would you describe Tupac? One word, how would you describe Tupac in one word? Well,
1: that's a a good one, man. Uh, I'm gonna say resilient. Resilient is the word I'm gonna use for Tupac because he, he came up at a time when there was so much adversity and, and even stuff that he put himself into, you know, like uh, his trouble with the law and things like that, you know, but he he never really uh, let that hold him down. You know, he was still able to put out music while in prison. He was still able to top charts, you know, uh, he was, he was still able to have accolades of accomplishments and, you know, he was able to pull in people. Like you said, he's one of the most influ- influential artists to come out of the uh, hip hop, at all. So for him to be able to do those things while facing so much adversity, man, I think resilient would be the word I use.
0: Uh, for yeah. For sure. I would definitely agree and the the word I would choose is rebel. Um and because yeah. Tupac, you know, you know his mom was a, a Black Panther, so shout out to Afeni Shakur who also passed away a few years back. Um and you know, I I I hear I hear Pac's music and I think of of a, a of a man that's that's that is being broken and that is against the system and but you know the the other thing that's crazy about Pac and I talked to this about a lot of people Dion is there were so many sides of Pac like you had the political Pac you had the the friendly joking around Pac you had the intellectual Pac like there were so many different sides of Tupac so he he was kind of he was kind of one of those artists that was hard to Put him into a box. Like there was like nothing like, you know, you can say that, you know, Pac is this or, you know, Pac is from the East Coast or Pac is from. So if y'all didn't know, Pac was born in Manhattan, but he moved out to L.A. uh, back in 1988. So, I mean, ideally, you know, he has a West Coast kind of feel to it. We got a lot of love from the West Coast. He gets love from both coasts, but he was born in Manhattan, New York. Uh, Then he moved out to the West Coast and, you know, got his influence and started hanging around and he got his first, his first song actually was with Digital Underground with the same song way back in the day. If anybody remembers that video, you know, Humpty and uh, Digital Underground and Uh, You know, Shaq G was one of his mentors and who loved, adored Tupac and still does to this day. Uh, And that's where Pac got a start. You know, they say, yo, yo, Pac, let me throw you on this track. Let me see what you got. You know what I'm saying? And he rocked it. And then he did it. And then he did Juice. And I talk about Juice in this whole season uh, because Juice was one of my favorite movies, period. Not even talking about Tupac, just movies, period. Tupac is in it. And if you guys were to watch Pac's performance in Juice, like, you're like, oh, shit, man. Like, he really is Bishop. Like, you re- he makes you really believe, like, he is Bishop in the movie. Like, he he sells that part so good, man. Like, and it's- he just had incredible talent. So, uh, which brings me to my next question, Dion, is when it comes to Tupac and his legacy, what do you think his influence is on the culture itself of hip-hop? Man, that's, a uh, like you were just
1: saying, you know, he... He didn't hold himself down to just being a rapper. He, he was able to put himself out there in some acting gigs like Poetic Justice with Janet Jackson. Uh, and, and really, what that to me shows is uh, his, his ability to touch multiple forms of entertainment in order to build that uh, recognition that he needed, you know, in order to, to move his music and in order to have the influence he had, he needed to spread himself, you know. needed to put himself out there in different ways and you know a lot of people um, a lot of people really look negatively at uh, some rappers who turn actors you know Uh, like for example there's a little bit of backlash that MGK got when he started taking some of these acting roles you know because people are like oh he's falling off as a rapper and so he's moving to acting but um, you know the opposite effect happened for Tupac where he started getting some of these acting uh, gigs, you know, his music sales went up. Yep. So it was one of those things where um, and I mean, the same is true for MGK. You know, I'm not knocking his uh, his path either, but I'm just saying that I think that influence enough is just showing that you have to put yourself out there. You know, um, you can't be, can't be held down by your situation. You know, you can't be held down by your environment. You just got to put yourself out there uh, as many ways as you can in order to be successful. At least that's what I took from uh, watching him Himself into different uh, roles, or try to, you know, get himself the opportunities that he needed to be successful.
0: Yeah, I agree. There's definitely different ways. Or you know, the old saying is there's different ways to skin a cat. And I think that yeah. Pac figured it out early. Pac knew that he had a talent and. He knew he could, uh, he was a poet, kind of essentially, he started out like a poet, started putting rhymes together. Um, But that's gonna bring me to my next point. So when he did Tupacalypse Now, he was talking about uh, activism and getting everybody together as, you know, as unity with with black people and uh, talking about the black man's strife and when my homies call, you know, if you need me, I'm there for you. You know what I mean? Like he was there on that kind of tip. Brenda's got a baby was on there, which was a, an, an excellent album that we needed to hear. And nobody really talked about Brenda's got a baby during that time beyond, you know what I mean? Like nobody really talked about, you know, underage women uh, having young babies and being too young to be able to take care of them. Like nobody was talking about those kinds of topics in 1991, think- man. Like no one was talking about these things that Pac brought it to light and he brought it clever. And then he, he graduated from that to Strictly For My Niggas, which I actually, ironically, i, I sorry for this fans, but that's probably one of my least favorite Tupac albums uh, because I don't think he uh, actually, I think, and then to go along with that, it's one of my least favorite because he started to get more stardom. And sometimes when you start to get more stardom, you kind of lose sight of what's important. And I think on that one, you know, he, he got a couple of tracks I think that are good. And then, you know, to, to your point, he went to jail, he got some legal troubles and he went to jail for a little bit. And then, you know, he started writing rhymes in jail. And that is why I consider, um, you know, his album, Me Against the World, his best piece of art, because he was in jail, he's, he's got nobody else. He's, it's just him and his words and his, and his, and his thoughts. And he's he a massive album, a five mic album, my favorite album that Tupac has, Me Against the World. So I wanted to get your opinion about that, Dion. So when we talk about Me Against the World, there are so many uh, introspective songs that are on there. Dear Mama is on there, you know, paying homage to young moms that, you know, that are playing both roles of mommy and daddy, which, you know, I know me, you can both, you know, have some buddies that grew up that didn't have any, didn't have a father at home, you know what I'm saying? And and mom had to play both, both sides. And it's such an introspective album. Uh, so I think it is his, ex, his most, his best work to date, as uh, Me Against the World. So what is your opinion about the album and what's your favorite song off the album?
1: Oh, uh, man, off of Me Against the World, my favorite song is either, uh, yeah, man, I'm going to have to go with Dear Mama, honestly, because I love yeah. my mom, right? I do. I love my mom a lot. She, uh, she had to go through a lot, um, you know, while I was growing up and stuff And it ain't been an easy road for her So, you know, the plan is to show her that uh, She is appreciated So, yeah. so it is, man Shout out to my mom um, Yeah, that that song really moved me, man And, uh, you know, for Pac to show sensitivity At a time like that, too You know, when he's yeah. supposed to be uh, You know, like you said That was a time when he was in jail You know, he had just gotten shot five times and survived That was when the, the Biggie and uh, Tupac rivalry Was really starting to get big So yeah. for him to for him to release any kind of, uh, you know, sensitive music or something that was more on his heart when, you know, really people were out there trying to attack him, that uh, that showed a little bit of vulnerability for Tupac that I think uh, a lot of people needed then uh, and can relate to now even, you know, like myself.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree, man. Shout, shout out to all the moms that are single moms that are handling their business. Um, I was fortunate enough to have both my parents in the house when I was growing up, so I can't relate to that. But I know one thing that my, my mom... Uh, shout out to you, mom. I love you to death. Uh, my mom watches every week. She critiques my shows every week, too. So I have, to, like, be in my P's and Q's, you know what I mean? But <laughs> but my mom taught me music. My mom taught me to get the music and we came from a, not really a musical family, but everybody in my family on that side of the of the fence loved music. And my dad was into hip-hop. So I got the best of both worlds, you know, when it came to, like, loving and enjoying music. And I got sports from my dad. And I got music from my mom. And it's, it's like that, that whole uh you know th- those two worlds colliding is what created me what you're looking at now but I-, I i agree i love dear mama and i love so many tears because he just like he just has so many things that he's talking about and he's, he's he's you know Pac was paranoid he just got shot five times and he's paranoid he's like got his head on the swivel and he's like i don't know who to trust i can't trust my girl i can't trust my homies i can't trust anybody and it's like You know he was going through so many things during that time and then you know as the story goes you know suge knight you know put up the bail for him he got out of jail he made all eyes on me which made him a superstar and unfortunately you know on september 13th of 1996 tupac was taken from this world at 25 years old you guys he was only 25 years old and it just makes you think of how precious life is and he was not even in the prime of his life like he was like right on the edge of stardom he was already a star he was like super stardom what i would say and he was gone too soon and so it's, it's it really really hurts man and one of the things that i wanted to bring up about tupac and i got one more question for you dion and we'll start to wrap things up is on yes. tupacalypse now If you go back and listen to his song uh, called Words of Wisdom, Words of Wisdom was really, not really a song, but he was kind of like, like talking to you, like, you know what I mean? Like he wasn't, he was like having a conversation with the, with the listener. And one of the things that uh, the way I even open up this episode with uh is he broke down his definition of the word nigga, N-I-G-G-A. And it wasn't like a derogatory term uh term or anything, but he said that it stood for never ignorant, getting goals accomplished. That's what he said that nigga stood for. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't nothing negative or nothing like that. He was talking about talking to he's like I'm talking to my brothers. I'm talking to my sisters. I'm talking to my niggas. And, like, I'm not saying niggas in a derogatory way. I'm talking about, you know, never ignorant, getting goals accomplished. I'm talking to you guys that are hungry, that are out there. And I was like, yo, like, no one ever – I don't even think any of my listeners even know that Pac even said that about that word, you know, and, and it's and it's looked at as such a such a negative word, but we use it as a we as in black people, what I'm saying, uh, you know, use it as a term of endearment. But Pac use it as a term of uplifting. Like who is like who thought of that, man? Like, who would thought about that, you know, during those times? So I need you all to go back. If you're a fan of hip-hop, go back and listen to Tupac left Now, go back and listen to words of wisdom. Pac Tupac was ahead of his time. Said Dion, we're gonna wrap things up, man. It is Christmas week, so shout out to you and your family. Happy holidays to you, happy holidays to all of our fans and followers, supporters. I got my Santa hat on, uh, you know, and, and it's, it's been a great ride. It's been 2020, what a year, man! But it's time to celebrate, and yeah. I'm gonna give in uh, in Diggy A2 fashion. We do shout outs every single week, and I don't think you have a hoodie on, Dion, but that's okay. I'm gonna let you, oh, you do, Ooh. all right, that's what's up. I'm gonna Ooh. put mine on as well. so... Throughout the season, you guys, we've been doing a of salute uh, for Trayvon Martin, keeping his memory alive for the past 13 episodes. Uh, so thank you to all of my guests uh, that have come on uh, previously and showing homage to uh, one of our fallen for social justice. So uh, during the shout out portion, uh, we're giving paying homage to Trayvon Martin, all the other ones that we have lost through social justice. So with that in mind, Dion, who are your shout outs going to this week, my good sir?
1: Man, I got uh, so many people I can shout out. Right. But uh, first off, uh, shout out to my team man, DB Entertainment for uh, everybody who's ever who's uh, rocked with us for as long as we've been around so far. We got big things happening uh, right here on Diggy A2. We're doing our own little um, uh, spinoff series for the journey. But, yeah, uh, shout-out to the whole team, man. You guys uh, are the reason I'm here today doing what I do. So uh, if it weren't for you guys, man, there would be nothing. So shout-out to DB Entertainment. Shout-out to uh, my wife, my daughter. Uh, You know, like you said, it's Christmas, so I got a three-year-old at home that's getting real excited for Santa. So shout-out to my daughter. Man, uh, shout-out to Tupac for for giving us, you know – so much to think about man like he's he's really put so much out there for us to to learn from to experience through him uh things that i'll never be able to to understand or experience he put into words for me uh and gave me an ability to have some insight into his life and the culture of hip-hop um you know man shout out to you and jess shout out to everything that y'all do man you guys are seriously top of the line people this uh this platform has been used for good and not evil man and i'm so thankful that you have brought me out here and allowed me to be a part of it uh yeah man shout out to hip-hop you know i can go on for days with uh with love man i honestly i i love it man i love everybody who's ever been a part of this thing man if you guys have ever met me doing this music stuff you know that my heart is huge for you uh i want to see everybody succeed man so just shout out to anybody who's ever shown love to me or my people man
0: yeah, me. man, no doubt. Much, much love, Dion. And, and you know, Dion, you're one of my favorite people, man, that I've gone through in this journey uh, as a podcaster. And I, I remember when you came to the house, we sat down at the table, we were just going through ideas. And, and we had that that idea about the showcase. Like, long before that, man, we were like, yo, we want to collaborate. And we've been doing collaborations ever since then, man. So thank you, my brother, for showing me and Jessica love, you know what I mean, and being genuine and being who you are. So shout-out to you, man. Shout-out to all the guys that are on DB Entertainment. Uh, I can't wait to get to know all the rest of you guys. Uh, shout-out to my family. It's Christmas time. So Merry Christmas to everybody, all the listeners, followers, supporters. And uh, I want to give a quick shout-out to my boy, Doc uh doc gooding out of atlanta georgia my hometown i had a conversation with him today and uh doc if you ever see this or listen to this man like you gave me some good words of wisdom that i needed to hear uh so i thank you for that my brother so thank you for that and much love to you and your family your success and as doc is my second oldest friend on the entire planet i know that cat since the fifth grade man so we go way back (laughs) And uh, so, yeah, we've been able to chop it up today, man. And I want to leave this episode about Tupac with one of my favorite verses. Uh, so I'm not much of a rapper, but I got to leave it with a verse, man, because people don't understand the genius of Tupac. People don't understand uh, his significance to the culture. And I, think, I don't think I would do him any justice if I didn't leave or end the show with a verse from Pac. Uh, So this is from uh, his collaboration with MC Breed, a song called Gotta Get Mine. Shout out to Matt, my brother Matt. That's me and his favorite song. And he just destroys this verse. And I'm going to recite it for you guys real quick. So the way it goes is, I got my mind on my money, money on my mind. Finger on the trigger, nigga. Hand on my non smoking blunt to skunk. Putting holes in punk and making underground funk pumping out of my trunk. Live the life of a hustler, I till I die. Getting bitches, getting riches. Miss me a lot. Picture me really living out my life as a buster. I'd rather bust off my shots from my Glock and blast, motherfuckers. I live the thug life, baby. I'm hopeless. Choking off endo, trying to keep my focus. Don't let this bullshit worry me. Fuck the fame. I'm true to the game. Today, bury me. God gave me gain, so I'm hustling. Poe I'm looking for my niggas. Tupac is still struggling. My homie Bree knew the time where this rhyme of crime, I got to get mine. Shout out to Tupac. Rest in peace, Tupac. And we're going to end this note this week, you guys, on a moment of silence for Tupac as well. Shout out to you guys. We'll see you guys next week, all right? One double zero. Peace.